Hello. Before we jump into the show, we need to shout out our awesome new sponsor, Marquee TV. Man, I was so excited when we got the news about the sponsor. You all might remember from a few weeks ago that I talked about my new Shakespeare project where I'm learning everything I can about Macbeth. It felt like we said the name Shakespeare out loud and the marquee people appeared and said, (laughs) we gotcha. It really did. Yeah. In case you're not familiar, Marquee TV is a streaming service. They have theater, ballet, opera, documentaries. There's a bunch of behind the scenes content of productions. Basically, it's a fun way to nerd out about the arts. Yeah, it's a streaming service that will take you to the best theaters in the world from the comfort of your own sofa. I've already added so many things to our watch list. Did you know there's a ballet based on the works of Beatrix Potter? I did. They've got a little preview video of somebody dancing around in a rabbit costume. Peter Rabbit doing ballet. (laughs) I also added a few hip-hop dance shows just to balance out the dancing bunnies. Yeah, (laughs) hip-hopra. That's what they call it. They do. It's so fun. Mozart's Requiem from the London Philharmonic Orchestra and a bunch of Shakespeare plays, including Richard II starring my pretend best friend, David Tennant. And Judy Dench talking about her long relationship with Shakespeare in a master class. Yeah, I love Judy Dench. Sure. But David Tennant. Yeah, that's quite a battle there. Okay. There's a special deal for our listeners. Marquee TV is offering three months of their service for 99 cents. You get three months of all of this good stuff for 99 cents yeah. with the code SSOP. That cost seems absurdly low to me. Like first, I expected it to be much higher given the quality of the content, but also 99 cents. You, you can't park next to a theater for 99 cents. Accurate. Also, if you watch Marquee TV, you get to see these shows maybe wearing your pajamas and hanging out with your cat yeah. or your dog. Yeah. It's a good way to sort of indulge your own curiosity. You can see all the performances of Hamlet or maybe the first 15 minutes of all of the performances of Hamlet, and you don't have to rope your friends and family into all of that. Or you could watch Richard II over and over and over and over. <laughs> What's the best angle for David Tennant in Richard II? Trick question. All of them. <laughs> anyway, You definitely need to explore the website because there is a ton of really fun, fascinating, engaging stuff on there. I went in specifically looking for Shakespeare and I found a ton of other things I wanted to watch. Yeah. You can keep up with what they're doing on social media at Marquee Arts TV. You can visit their website at marquee.tv. That's marquee.tv to get three months of their service for just 99 cents with the promo code SSOP. Bring the arts home with Marquee TV. And now the show. Hi, I'm Sam Payne, host of the Appleseed Podcast. This season, imagine this, a crackling fire, a mug of cocoa, and family gathered around a great story. All you need is the fire and the cocoa. We'll take care of the stories. Join us in every episode of the Appleseed Podcast for folk tales, fairy tales, family stories, tall tales, and more, shared by some of the country's most beloved storytellers, and just right for gathering around. Make it a Christmas season to remember with the Appleseed Podcast. Find the Appleseed wherever you get your podcasts. The Library of Lost Time is a Strong Sense of Place production. Coming up, a literary mystery about a murder in a fancy library. Some delightful and charming writing about physics and kindness. Plus, our distraction of the week. I'm Mel. I'm Dave. This is the Library of Lost Time. 
This week, I'm looking forward to The Woman in the Library by Sulari Gentle. The story begins with a mystery author named Winifred, Freddie to her friends. She's seeking inspiration at the Boston Public Library. Suddenly, a woman's scream shatters the library's hush. Someone has been murdered. When the reading room is locked down, Freddie finds herself sharing a table with three strangers. They each have their own stories and secrets, and one of them is the murderer. Freddie has just found the inspiration for her new novel. <laughs> Before becoming a prize-winning novelist herself, Sulari Gentle studied astrophysics and was a corporate lawyer. Her new book has been described as elegantly constructed and wickedly clever. I cannot wait to crack it open. The Woman in the Library is out now. My book is There Are Places in the World Where Rules Are Less Important Than Kindness and Other Thoughts on Physics, Philosophy, and the World by Carlo Rovelli. Carlo Rovelli is a brilliant physicist known for his theories about quantum gravity. He is also a passionate and popular science writer. This book is a collection of short pieces that he's written for Italian newspapers. They're usually just a page or two. In these essays, he brings together science and humanity. So, for example, he uses Marie Curie to talk about the importance of being open to immigrants. He also writes about why Stephen Hawking was great. It was his character. That's There Are Places in the World Where Rules Are Less Important Than Kindness by Carlo Rovelli. And now, our distraction of the week. Happy birthday to Maury Sendak. Sendak is best known for his book, Where the Wild Things Are, a children's story published nearly 60 years ago. Are there any words more enticing than let the wild rumpus start? <laughs> Sendak designed the monsters in that book on his own relatives. He did. The story is that every week his family would gather for Sunday lunch together. His aunts and uncles would pinch his cheeks and say, you look so good we could eat you up. To him, their faces looked really scary and the monsters of wild things were born. He would go on to write and draw dozens of books. They've sold about 30 million copies in the U.S. alone. That's a lot of books. It is. When he died in 2012, the New York Times called him the most important children's book artist of the 20th century. Sendak was a strong illustrator, but his best trick may have been his empathy for the full experience of being a child. There's joy and exploration, but there's also fear and darkness and the unknown. Many of his books explored heroes overcoming their own emotional challenges. Sendak was born in Brooklyn to a Jewish family. His parents frequently reminded him of the relatives they lost to the Holocaust. He once said in an interview, I learned early on that it was a very chancy business being alive. If you want to hear more from Sendak himself, we recommend an interview he did with Terry Gross shortly before his death in 2012. There's also an animated version of that interview from Christoph Niemann. We'll point to both. Visit strongsenseofplace.com library for more on the books we discussed and lots of links about the genius of Maurice Sendak, including a delicious carrot soup inspired by where the wild things are. Thanks for joining us in the Library of Lost Time. Remember to visit your local library and your independent bookstore to lose some time yourself. Stay curious. We'll talk to you soon.